0: I'd like to entitle my message for this morning, continue to be fruitful with age or even at every stage of your life. I'd like us to turn to the book of Psalm number 92, Psalm 92, where the psalmist says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night on an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hand. O Lord, how great are your works! Your thoughts are very deep. A senseless man does not know, nor does a foolish man understand this. When the wicked spring up like grass, when the workers of iniquity flourish, it is that they may be destroyed forever. You, Lord, are on high forevermore, to behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish, all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But, my horn, you will exalt like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. My eyes also have seen the desire on my enemy. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise against me. And that's where our next four verses is what I like to share this morning. <clears throat> the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. To declare that the Lord is upright, he is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Originally, I wanted to focus on the last four verses alone, but after reading this psalm a few times, I felt that I'll be doing this psalm a disservice or injustice if I do not completely read the whole psalm. But uh, even as I talk about continuing to be fruitful with age, or even at every stage in your life, I have to highlight three points from these last four verses. Firstly, to recognize the goodness of the Lord, secondly, to rejuvenate ourselves in the grace of the Lord, and finally, to remember the greatness of our God. Verse 12 says, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. We recognize the goodness of the Lord by knowing that every good and perfect gift is from above and comes from the Father of lights with whom there's no variation or shadow of turning. That's what the Apostle James says in James chapter 1 verse 17. And you find that there are two trees that are mentioned in these verses about the, about what happened for those who have received the goodness of God. Alright, the first picture that the psalmist says or illustrate is the palm tree. A palm tree is a place where I believe it's a time of refreshing. Remember the story when the children of Israel came out of of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, and they they sang the song of Moses, I will sing unto the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously, the horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. And we thought that, oh, after that, oh, one, how wonderful things will be. They'll go into the promised land and they'll just have a land in the land flowing with milk and honey. But they did not go through that, all right? They went for three days into the wilderness of Shur and finally they came to Marah. And in Marah, even though there was water, they found that the waters were bitter and they begin to complain to Moses and God has to perform a wonderful miracle by putting a tree A branch or a tree on the waters and the waters became sweet. Alright? And after the healing of this Mara, the Lord told the people, if you hear my commandments and obey my statutes, none of these diseases will I put upon you. Okay? Because I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that healeth you. And this was the first time in the Bible where it's recorded that Jehovah God reveals himself as Jehovah Rapha, the first time, okay, even though there were about, probably about 60 times after that, but that was the first time that the Lord says, I am the Lord that healeth you. And after departing from Mara, they came to Elim, where it was recorded there were 12 wells and 70 palm trees. It was a time of refreshing, Okay. As believers in Christ, we must consistently live the bitter waters of our life and turn to the Lord and come to be refreshed in the wells of refreshing waters. Many a time in the, in the epistles, the Apostle Paul exhorts us to put off the old man and put on the new man, which is God has created in Christ Jesus for all good things. Now, like what Reverend Chris was sharing with us last week about the people from the book of psalm the first psalm of the bible okay about how being planted in the streams of living water where our delight is in the word of god and in his law do we meditate day and night all right that's the first picture of the, of uh, what we should have as we recognize the goodness of god the second is the tree of cedar all right it's a solid wood not easy to break and actually the temple of the lord built by solomon We're done with beams and boards of cedar, okay. So these are two pictures, two wonderful pictures of what our Christian life should be, should be like. How do we continue then to be fruitful in Christ? The next verse gives us the answer. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish like a palm, shall flourish, okay, shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall flourish in the cause of our God. I'd like to encourage everyone to be involved in a cell or a ministry group where you can grow and serve together. We pray for one another. We serve one another. Don't make excuses for yourself. Be a part of a community that worships, prays, and serves together and ministers together. If you do not know where to start, all right, Today, we have this display of uh, uh, this uh, uh, boost in the atrium on the alpha. Because sometimes, uh, as a new person, while well, we you suddenly go to a cell group, well, everybody looking at me because I'm new. Because the rest have been there for a long time. But if you join an alpha group, it's a wonderful time. Because except for the facilitators, most of us are new. Okay, so... So join them and then you find that you have questions about God or you can grow in God even in that area. Don't think that, oh, I'll be a Christian for some time, I don't think that I need to know about God. Okay, I, I actually conducted a group, uh, uh, the Chinese Alpha group, okay, and uh, for those of us, uh, as long as you watch uh, Channel 8 movies, uh, Channel 8 uh, drama, okay, all right, most of the time, I don't understand what the, the people are talking, but we have the subtitles. And Alpha in Chinese is just like, exactly like that, okay? You can conduct conversation because there'll be questions. The questions also be in, in English, all right? You have the subtitles in English, and you can have a great time, all right? Growing in God, growing in Christ. So do register. If you are not in any group, Do go out to the atrium and uh, register for the Alpha con- course that's Soon to come. Or you feel that you're older, or I don't think I can come out in the evening because it's quite difficult for me. Do join an Evergreen Fellowship, okay? It happens almost every other set, every 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 other Thursday in the afternoon. And there's one coming right up this coming Thursday. So do join us, okay? You have questions? Do come and talk to the leaders and the pastors, and they'll help you to direct you to these uh, groups that uh, you may be interested in that can help you as well. And even as I read these two verses. They're quite similar to the famous psalm that we all love, Psalm 23, where the last verse of Psalm 23, verse 6 says, David said this words, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right, Recognizing the goodness of God. I believe all of us here who walk with God, we know, looking back, we recognize His goodness. Not only can we recognize the goodness of the Lord, we can also rejuvenate in the grace of the Lord. Verse 14 says, They shall still bear fruit in all age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Do you have time to read, study, meditate, reflect on God's word and then apply it in your lives? There's a fear in my heart, actually. There are people, there are believers who are in this kind of category. And what's that kind of category? I'll call them dry-cleaning Christian. Just dry-clean yourself. Oh, I have a favorite verse. I should read this verse. Okay, a verse a day keeps the devil away. That's good enough for me. Or there are some people, oh, I just like to bath together once a week. So we come to a service like this and on a Sunday or a Saturday worship service and we all bathe together. Oh, it's so wonderful. Oh, we refresh ourselves and then hopefully I can keep clean for the next six days before I come for my next bath or washing. Or are you like what the psalmist say or what the Bible teaches us? Do you rejuvenate yourself in the Lord by His word and by His Holy Spirit daily? Do you have time to read, study, and meditate, and reflect on God's word? And do you have time alone with God, first of all? When was the last time you sensed the Lord speaking to you? Or do you feel a fresh challenge to follow the Lord and his leading the famous verse that we all know by heart, Isaiah chapter forty, verse thirty-one says, "They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength; they shall run and not be weary; they shall walk and not faint." Right? Many of you, some of you, may know that uh, uh, I'm a diabetic. Okay, and uh, some of you, even today, sometimes ask, "Hey, how how's your how's your diabetes situation?" Okay, I was diagnosed with uh, diabetes uh, about seven years or. So ago, it was so bad, alright, uh, uh, I was supposed to be serving communion that Sunday morning, and I called, uh, uh, Pastor Daniel uh, Daniel, I don't think I can serve communion, I, I feel so weak. I was losing weight, I was feeling so weak, and I, I, I went to uh, Ing Teng Fong Emergency uh, Department, and they do, did a blood test for me. And, the blood reading showed no reading. It was off the charts. The machine didn't even take a reading for me. They immediately watered me and I was stayed in Ngtingfeng for four days and three nights and, and they had to do insulin jab on, gene, on me straight away. Okay, and after four days and three nights in Ngtingfeng hospital, I was discharged. But I have to continue taking the jab daily, okay. Every morning I have to jab myself. In the evening I have to give myself another jab. And this happened for a couple of months. Okay, and after that, my blood sugar was stabilized. So the doctor say, "Okay, you don't need to jab yourself anymore, but you still need to be on medication." So for those of you who knows uh, 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 diabetes, uh, I have to be on metformin, all right? And every day, I start every morning with 850 milligrams of metformin, and uh, my continue my situation, my health continue improve, and it was cut from 500, and then later to 200, 200 milligram. And then came COVID, okay, and I was talking to my wife. You know, uh, our parents used to tell us, okay, about what happened to them tr- during World War II. We hear stories from them about how there was a lack of food and how they have to be so careful with what they eat and because uh, there's a lack, okay, and uh, there's not enough food to pass around. So in those days we couldn't eat out, right? Okay, we love to go to a coffee shop or a restaurant or whatever to have our meals. But because of COVID, nobody can sit outside. Everybody has to tap out their food and go home. So that's what we did. Okay, and uh, I I did that. All right, I tap out the food. Okay, just go to the shop and and uh, just buy three dollars worth of nasi lemak. Oh. At that time, still can buy three dollars worth of masin nasi Mark. Nowadays, I don't think you can really okay. But uh, and then we share this three packet, three dollars worth of food between us. Okay, and probably that was the best thing that happened to me, because also during COVID, I still have to continue to see the doctor. And one uh, at the beginning of COVID, uh, about a year later, when COVID first started, I went to see doctor, and doctor say, okay, your blood sugar is okay. Uh, your HbA1c, which is the average, it looks good, right? Of medication. I was on 200mg at that time. So I told the doctor, oh, 200mg, okay la, give me 100mg. He said, no, no, no. 200mg is the smallest dosage ever. We don't have 200 We don't have 100mg. I said, never mind lah, you give me 200, I cut into two every morning and I eat half, 100mg. I said, then the nurse was attending to me, rebuked me. Wow, people want off medication. You still want you to eat medicine? Okay, I accept it. And then uh, thank God, alright. For the past two years, my diabetes is under control, and I'm no longer on any medication for my diabetes. Okay, allow us to turn to uh, see the life of Caleb. I love this guy, Caleb. And uh, it was during this time after they possessed the uh, the promised land, the land filled with milk and honey. But there were still problems, all right. And Joshua at this time. Wanted divided the land into the tribe to the tribes of Israel. And Joshua the 14th chapter, verse 6 says, Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kennesite, said to him, I know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me, Kadesh Baniah. I was forty years old when the Moses, the son of the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord. All right, Take note of this phrase, I wholly followed the Lord. So Moses swore on that day saying, surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your, be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive as he said, These 45 years ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness and now here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day when Moses sent me, just as my strength was there. So now is my strength for war, both for coming out, for going out, and for coming in. Now therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you hear that in that day, how the Anakim were there, and how and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I will be able to drive them out. All right. It may be, maybe if verse thirteen continues, to say now Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb the son of Jephunneh, the Canaanite, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron formerly was Kirjath Abba, for Abba was the greatest man among the Anakim. Then the land had rest from war. Very interesting. Alright? Because at that time, by this time, Moses is gone. Those who are 20 years and above all died in the wilderness. And the only contemporary that Caleb has was Joshua. So at the age of 85, he asked Joshua, give me my inheritance. Okay? So the only comparison we have is Joshua, who died at 110 years old. So but comparing apples with apples, may I have that slide, please? What was Caleb's age in today's term, in Singapore especially? Next slide. So his only contemporary was uh, Caleb, who died at the age of 110 years old. Next one. So average life of Singaporeans eighty four, all right, for men uh, eighty eight for women, all right, because it's a man. Let's look at eighty four years old. So what's was Caleb's age when he asked God for the mountain? All right, eighty five times eighty four divided by one hundred and ten about sixty four point nine, all right, sixty five, in Singapore terms. So at the age of sixty five years old, or thereabout, he asked God for this. asked Joshua. For this mountain. And he wasn't presumptuous. His only condition is if the Lord is with me. Because there are many things in our life. We just walk in faith and obedience to the Lord. And actually Caleb was actually the father-in-law and uncle of Ophni, who was the first judge of Israel after the death of Joshua. Okay, I'd like to show us this plant. All right, I took this plant because it was very interesting. Despite the difficulty, I'm sure this plant has difficulty growing, but it managed to blossom, it managed to bear flowers, alright? And sometimes life is like that. Life is never a, a bed of roses. Sometimes we have struggles, sometimes we have difficulties, but as long as the Lord is with us, we can triumph in Christ Jesus. Many years ago, about six, seven years ago when senior pastor talked about the church planting in Jurong, I was very excited. Some of you may know that uh, uh, my my first cell group uh, in, in in Church of our savior was in, in Jurong area. And for many years I was the pastor in charge of Jurong. So when pastor talked about oh let's have a church planting in Jurong, my heart was, oh, I wish I was 30 years younger. And I would love to help in this project that the Lord laid upon our senior pastor's heart. So even as times passed, wow, during COVID. The place in Jurong, what happened to that place in Big Box, or what we call the perennial sit-in? It was turned into a COVID center because of the, what happened, what happened to Singapore? A lot of people were boarded into that center. So even as I passed by that place, wow, so sad. Supposed to be a church here. Now it's a COVID center. But after COVID, we see the changes that's happening. I may not be able to see be part of this wonderful project that we have. But I hope to be like Simeon of old, all right? In the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, of how his desire was to see the Lord's Messiah. And finally, he saw it at the temple when the dedication of the baby Jesus, and he said, let my heart, let me depart in peace. I hope to see that coming to pass even in my lifetime. All right? I know of people in you know, my age who loves to travel. How many of you love to travel? Oh, don't be shy. There's nothing wrong with traveling, okay? Yeah, I love to travel. I love to travel. I make friends with those who travel with me. Make friends with them because there will be opportunities for us to, 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 to minister to them. I love to travel whenever I can. I'm one of those people... Who, who love to plan, alright? There are some people, wow, three months before they travel, wow, they plan this, lah, where to go, lah, what to eat even, lah, where to shop, lah, a whole long list, and where to get the best hotels. For me, I just go to a travel agency, look at the itinerary, look at the price, price okay, the food okay, lah, they provide most of the food okay, I'm happy, okay, I just follow the, the tour group, okay? There was once a, uh, a group of us uh, who we went to Hokkaido. I can't remember, about eight to ten of us uh, uh, in, from church of our saviour we went to Hokkaido. And the, and, the, and the tour guide was actually a Taiwanese lady who stayed in Japan for a long time. And she was quite impressed with the care and concern that we have with one, for one another. And in that trip, we managed to share the love of Christ with her, and she actually turned to the Lord, okay? And then there was a second time, there were about six of us, uh, Grace and Leslie, uh, Simon and Cindy Tan, and me and my wife, we went to the Balkans, all right? You have gone to the Balkans, you know that you got to travel from country to country, from, from, uh, and then probably we have about 10 stops, uh, 10, uh, stamps on our passport at the end of the trip. But there was a lady that we noticed. She was just in her 30s, but she was quite weak and frail. And Brother Simon Tan, the help her with the luggage most of the time because she was travelling with her mother with her own luggage and that we find that, okay, she can help her whatever we can. And we later discovered from the lady's mother who was travelling with her at that time that she was actually dying of cancer. And the ladies moved about and ministered to her, prayed with her. And actually that trip was on her bucket list. We continued to be in touch with her went to her home in Amokyo and visited her. And thank God she was later baptized before she passed on. And about 10 months ago, okay, some of, our, of you are here, there were a group of us, I can't remember, maybe 10 to 12 of us who went to Vietnam about 10 months ago. And during the trip, we managed to share some of our testimonies with the tour guide and others in the tour group. Okay, so it's a time we can witness as well. And my wife actually managed to share with the lady in the group and she actually came to church for our saviour. The following Saturday, okay, but of course after that uh, she felt that, okay, I need to go to my sister's church to, to be with her, alright. So these are opportunities that we can serve the Lord wherever the Lord leads us, alright. Be in a place where we can be there to rejuvenate our lives in Christ. Not only we do minister to others, we also take care of the older people, okay? Pastor Daniel, we has organized a lunch, all right, for all the old pastors to serve them and to continue to minister to them and know that they're still loved and part of our Christian community. Once uh, once, uh, uh, we had uh, a confirmation, uh, it was about probably seven, eight years ago, okay? And at that time, our, our Saturday service was not at 2.30, but probably later in the afternoon. But and after the service, uh, we had uh, Eastern Bishop uh, John Tan who came to confirm the candidates. And after the service, I I'm, I was hosting him. I was driving him back home with my wife, and we turned around to the bishop and said, Bishop, what would you like to have for dinner? All right, anywhere you want to go, we'll 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 we'll, 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 we'll love to bring you there. Say no, he was probably in his seventies by that time. And he made this remark, when I was young, I loved to eat, but I had no money. Now, at my age, I'm old, I have the money to eat, but cannot eat for health reasons. Right? So we need always to rejuvenate, that whatever stage we are, we can be a blessing, we can serve God. All right. So let us do it together. As a community in Christ. Okay, so the first two things that we learned is recognize the goodness of God, rejuvenate ourselves in the grace of God. The third and final most important thing, I believe, is always to remember the greatness of God. Remember the greatness of God. The psalmist says in verse 15 of Psalm 92 to declare that the Lord is upright, he is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Sometimes in our life we feel that, yeah, how come God like not fair like that? Right. But the Bible tells us, even the psalmist reflect on his life, as long as the Lord is your rock, there is no unrighteousness in him. God knows everything, and is in control of everything in our lives, even as we submit to him. two things happen to me as I age. First, my memory is not that good. I can't remember certain things. And the second, the second is... (laughs) Ah, at least you're paying attention to my message. Alright? As we age... Always remember what the Lord has done for us. It's not about you, but it's about God. I came to know Christ when I was 17 years old. So by next year, I will have known Christ for 50 years. And he's always my rock and my salvation. It's not about me. Always remember that while we are still yet sinners, Christ has already died for you. While you were a sinner with all oh, no hope, Jesus already paid the price for your sins to be reconciled to God. You know, Jesus, after his death and resurrection, and before his ascension back to the Father declares that all authority is given to me. Therefore go and preach the gospel, baptizing them. And he also finally says, I am with you always until the end of this age. Whenever we serve, wherever we minister, always remember it's not about you, but because Jesus has all authority. That's why we do what we do. And not only that, he's with us always, even to the end of the age. A couple of weeks ago, I, I, we did a, I and a cluster pastor did a spiritual house cleansing in this home. And first of all, I have to assure the people who, who are there, the family members, that Christ is with you. Alright? Christ is with us. Do not fear. Do not minister with fear, but always minister with the confidence that the Lord is with us, wherever we are, when we want to serve Him. May I share with you, as a senior person, all right, just senior? I, I a few months ago, uh, when I was about sixty-five years old, I received a letter, letter from the traffic police, as an aged driver. Wow is no longer just a senior driver. I'm considered by 65 an aged driver. I have to go and see a doctor, do some eye test before they give me and renew my license for the next three years. So, aged driver. But I believe that as a people of God, we need to leave a legacy and inheritance behind so that we can continue to serve through our children or even our grandchildren. A few months ago, I... I went to see my regular GP at the polyclinic. I told him to help me with two things: two AMDs, AMDs. What are two AMDs? The first AMDs are what we call age-related macular macular degeneration. All right, that means as you age, there's possibility your eye will degenerate, and if it's come to a bad situation, you can even go blind. All right. So, uh, on last Thursday, I went to see a, a specialist in Nuh. And she told me after all the tests, so far so good. See you in one year's time. So whenever especially tell you to see you in one year's time, oh it's good news, okay? That means you are still everything is still under control. Now the second AMD was my advanced medical directive. Okay? My advanced medical directive. That means when my time is up. Don't go through all the extreme measures to resuscitate me or put me all kind of tubes in my body so that I can live a bit longer. Okay, please don't do that. Okay, that's that's. I talk to my wife, my children, and they know they understand my position. So when my time is up, don't go through extreme measures to just resuscitate me. I like to make this joke. All right, uh, it's not true. Okay, I'm just telling you as a joke. Right, okay, if I have a massive heart attack and I collapse, don't do those. Uh, what what do we call this? Is, what, CPR or whatever. Because when you open my chest, you find a tattoo across my heart. Don't shock me. No, I'm just joking, alright? But, this is what I believe I have, alright? I'd rather be absent from the body and be present with the Lord. But in the meantime, whatever I can, I'd like to leave a legacy and inheritance for those behind us. Sometimes we live as if we're going to live forever. Actually, after you die, uh, I think a few years later, most people forget about you. All right. So don't think that you're going to live forever and you're going to uh, last forever and plan forever and ever. I love what uh, Brandon Beniong was here at the 830 service he shared with us one time in his message about this family who went through a situation where the father died and left money behind. And the one who is executing the will said this to him in Chinese, okay? I'll try to pronounce it and as best as I, as I can. 人在天堂 That means the person is in heaven. money is in the bank. the family, the children are fighting over the will and the finances. Don't be such a person. Plan your life. Get everything ready because anything can happen to us. A couple of weeks ago, I just heard an old classmate of mine who is not, was a leader in the church suddenly had a stroke. Thank God he survived that. But anything can happen. But whatever we have, always remember the greatness of God in our life. Two weeks ago, we saw a video of our senior pastoring bouldering or rock climbing. All right, he was willing to try. But sorry, uh, no video of me doing that. There's no way I can do that. But kindly indulge this, sir. Uh, Grandfather will show you a 17 second video of his granddaughter. Alright? Okay, take note of the things, what happens when she falls. Okay, my granddaughter was born uh, prematurely, about five weeks. She was supposed to come out uh, uh, last year after Chinese New Year, end of January. But she came out, she was, I was at, in December 25th, we are having a Sunday service here in the morning. And my wife texted me, oh dear, your Daughter in law water bag has broken and she's going to the hospital. So I was seated right in front. I said, okay, yeah, okay, twenty-fifth Christmas day, wonderful. Okay. Alright. So I waited. Okay, maybe afternoon we go to the hospital to pray for her. Huh? Then by the end of the service, eh, the baby come out ready. So she was five weeks premature. But I want us to focus on this video. What happens each time she falls down? Alright? What happens each time she falls down? Okay, can I have the video please? She's about 9 years, 25 days at that time. Trying again. Trying to stand again. Oops. So notice, alright, each time she falls, the mother is there to help her. And I believe that this is what happened to many of us. None of us live a perfect life. All of us feel God. Disappoint God, but I believe the Father has never left us alone. He's there to with for us, even we fail, even when we don't succeed. As long as we're willing, all right, to walk in obedience and move by faith, He's there to help us. I'd like to read uh, Isaiah forty-six as the closing verses. I'll write to read from verse three. Verse 4 is shown in, on the screen, but I'd like to read from verse 3 first. He says, Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, who have been upheld by me from birth. Before you were born, God knows you. Who have been carried from the womb. And verse 4 says, Even to your old age I am he. Even to your grey hairs I will carry you. I have made And I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. Even as we age, we always recognize, we must always recognize the goodness of the Lord, rejuvenate ourselves in the grace of the Lord, and remember the greatness of the Lord in our life. Let's have a time of celebration with this final song before we leave this place this morning this afternoon. It's
1: the of yeah, Please the rise. Let on you Damn! Damn.
0: Let me bless you, but uh, at the end of everything, uh, there's a word given, so if you just stay behind, if you, that word is applied to you, just come forward. We have pastors to minister to you, okay? But let me bless you for those of us who have to leave. Now, to Him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power. Both now and forever, Amen. The blessings of God be upon you. God bless you. Let's have the word. There's a word given. If there's someone with a pain in the hip running through down to the thigh, uh, just come forward to the front. Uh, if any if you have any other needs, so so we can come to the front. The pastors are here in front to pray for you. Bless you. Have some light refreshments before you leave church this afternoon.